Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Jonathan England is about to come on talk about the five steps to enlightenment and prosperity in your life's purpose. This dude is a freaking powerhouse hosting massive events, kicking butt, taking names. You definitely want to stay tuned because he's going to share the wisdom and the gold to empower you to be your GPS, your greatest possible self. So stick around and I'm talking to you because you are becoming your greatest possible self. You're being and becoming and you're here right now listening to this podcast, this YouTube, this live, whatever the case might be. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for showing up and choosing to be your GPS. However, I can support you in doing that, whether it's getting your butt to Jonathan's upcoming event. If you're going to do that, do it. Take the leap. We're going to talk about it in this interview, but do that. Uh, if it's staying tuned to the 12-hour live stream, the podcast, marathon, whatever it might be, subscribing, staying tuned like that, do that. If you're launching your own podcast, we'd love to support you in doing that. We love helping our clients do that. So whatever the way is, just take your next steps and know that you are enough. You got this. Trust yourself. And uh, everything is always working out for our highest and best good. Cool or cool? Very cool. Absolutely. Let's talk about the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Stephanie Zito. Stephanie says, inspiring podcast. I love Chris's mission and attitude towards life. I gain a lot of great tips for self-development and running my business through this content. Awesome. I appreciate it, Stephanie. Thank you so much for sharing that review. If you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store or on your favorite uh, podcast streaming platform. And uh, give us a review. Let us know what you love about the show, what you want to see more of, and how we can keep supporting you to become your greatest possible self. Definitely subscribe while you're there because we release a new episode just about every single day. We are hardcore like that. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun in this interview with Jonathan. Make sure you stick around all the way through till the end because one of these ideas has the power to transform your life. And this guy's doing some great things. So uh, definitely someone to listen to, a role model, a mentor, a coach, a leader you want to stay connected with. He's doing awesome things. Let's introduce Jonathan and then we will bring him on the screen. Jonathan England is the author of the best-selling book, If I Die Before I Wake, a coach, a teacher, a healer, a speaker, and a creator of Earth Waking University. His purpose is to reinvent the educational system. John went from a broke, ignorant, blackout, drunk, atheist, beach bum to building a multi-million dollar real estate empire in a two-year period, and then had a spiritual awakening and gave it all away in order to release his attachment to worldly things, only to realize worldly things are a necessary component to living his life's purpose. This is what led him to creating a global movement, giving people the tools, resources, and community needed to do well while doing good. John's superpower is helping people find their life's purpose and build a profitable business around it. A profitable business around it. That's right. You, you deserve to get paid for your gifts and your value that you bring to the world. Yes, you do. A profitable business around it to create income and impact. And we are blessed to have this epic, legendary human being with us today. John, are you ready to rock the house, my man? I'm ready. Thank you, Chris. Absolutely, man. Thank you for being here. We're live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. We're going to dive into an epic conversation. The first question, though, is a life of greatness, John. What does that mean to you, a life of greatness? Uh, living on purpose. I always say, uh, you know, the first thing, and as we're, we're going to go through these five levels in just a moment, but yeah. I, I'll just kind of give you a little preview of the five levels. Um, at first, people think that life is about the destination, mm. and then you realize, wait a minute, once you start to evolve through these levels, you start to realize it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And you're like, actually, it's not even about the journey because even the journey, each journey is going to end anyway. So it's not about that. It's about who you become along the journey. Mm. You're like, because that's the only thing that lasts. But then what you really, really, truly find out is that it wasn't about the destination. It wasn't about the journey. 
it wasn't about who you became along the journey. It was about finding out who you've always been or remembering who you've always been. So uh, a great life is really just about remembering. I always say our core message to the world at Earth Waking University is your only job for being alive is to be you. And the only way you can possibly fail is by trying to be something that you're not. And your difference is the only thing that can make a difference. So it's about finding out who and why you are and just letting all the social conditioning die so the true you can shine through. It's kind of like we're all lighthouses, but this society just caked all this mud on us. So the light's not coming out. So it's just about cleansing all the mud off. You don't have to change you. You know, the watermelon seed has everything it needs to become the watermelon already inside of it. And so do you. So let's just clean off the mud and let you shine through. So that's a great life when you're shining fully. Blowing yeah. it right open, Jonathan. I love it, man. This is awesome, awesome. And your articulation, your metaphors, your imagery, I love it. I love it. And also the depth of your message, too, because it could all just be, you know, for show, but I know who you are, man, is you're bringing this, this deep level of your purpose, people's purpose, people's, like, greatest gifts in life to be able to shine those through and serve people and love people with those and, you know, do well financially in relationships and in our, our well-being while doing good. Hallelujah, man. That's I, I love your mission. I love what you're up to, dude. It's, it's super cool. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, man. Yeah. So let's let's dive in. Tell us a little bit more about Earthwaking University, like the overall, like what you're out to accomplish with that. I mentioned it in your in your intro a little bit, but in your own words, we can get into the five levels and stuff in a bit. But yep. I just want to hear okay. in your own own words, like how you serve your clients and just like what do you stand for, man? Uh, so Earthwaking University is kind of like a. Um, I always say, what happens if you take a healthy fish and you put him in a dirty fish tank? What happens to the fish? Nice. He's going to get sick. He's going <laughs> to die. So earth waking is like the healthy fish tank. Yes. Um, so what we teach, the core, the, the foundations, our, our pillars of focus are health, hmm. wealth, happiness, relationships, and spiritual connection. Because those are the five things that really matter to people. Yet the five things you learn nothing about in school. Yep. It's cool. I was actually reading, Chris, I, I saw your thing and I was like, look, health, wealth. I mean, you even had the same order, health, wealth, happiness, yep. relationships. Yep. And then you had a couple things in there and then, then the spiritual thing. I'm like, what the? So perfectly <laughs> aligned. But yeah, so that's exactly Earthwake University. Because again, these are the things that people really care about. That They're really the needle movers for, for people. But you learn nothing about that in school. You just learn about your stuff. Like my... Uh, my wife, she went to school. Uh, so now we're talking about university, like college level. She went to school to be a, um, a dental hygienist. And she's she's telling me the other day about some of the classes <laughs> that she took. And one of the things she was saying was that she actually, um, she like dissected a cat. Like she had to cut a cat open. And I'm like, what does that have to do with cleaning people's teeth? <laughs> like That doesn't <laughs> seem like that's getting you anywhere near what you want. I'm like, and, and I mean, she, and she's a, just like a, a big heart, you know, she's a vegetarian. Mm. So wow. imagine how much she had to numb herself, to numb mm. her heart and numb her feelings in order to just do the things that they told her that she had to do in order to get to where she wanted to go. Mm. So it's all about, so we're, we're born powerful creators, mm. but then we're socially conditioned to consume. We've fallen under the illusion that we're consumers and we need something from the outside in to make us happy. And that's how the, uh, you know, the, they that we become puppets on a string. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need this, you need that. Oh, you need the new iPhone, or you need all, the, all these things to make you happy. So then all of a sudden you're just getting a puppet on a string. So, mm. so a powerful creator conditioned to consume. So Earthwaking University, if you take the 30,000 foot view, the real purpose of it is you is to come through and to flip that switch back. So you can imagine if you got like a pump inside of you, the pump got, the, the switch got flipped to vacuum. Oh. And, or So it was from uh, from consumer, so we flip it back to creator or from black hole to supernova wow. or wow. love or fear to love yes. and consumer to creator. So Dude. That's, that's the high level is flipping the switch back. Um, and again, we, we bring you through and, and really get you uh, um, your uh, literacy and health, wealth, happiness, relationships, and spiritual connection. Mm. We don't chase means goals. Like when mm. I say wealth, I don't say we don't, cause we don't treat uh, symptoms we treat the cause. Now, the cause of everything is really like, because you're manifesting your reality with your subconscious belief systems. Yeah. Manifest does not mean to create. It means to make obvious what is already there. You know, what's wow. wrong is always available. So is what's right. You can choose what to focus on. What you focus on expands. So we manifest our reality. Wow. So um, in truth, the only thing that exists is love. But you can live inside a reality because what you believe to be true is true for you. Mm. You can live inside of a reality that isn't even true. And, and it can completely be a real, you know, a reality for you. Like uh, maybe when you were a little kid, you might you, you might have thought there was an Easter bunny. 
and you mm-hmm. lived inside of a reality where there was an Easter bunny. That didn't make there actually be an Easter bunny, but you had that experience. So wow. we're really here to flip that switch back so you can step into truth and go straight for the end goals um, and, and stop treating symptoms mm-hmm. and go straight for the cause and flip that stuff. And all of a sudden, everything happens easily and effortlessly. Your health, your wealth, your happiness, your relationships, your spiritual connection. I mean, my mom was on hospice five years ago, given less than a month to live. Hospice nurses looked me right in the eyes and said, she's going to die in two weeks. You need to prepare yourself for that. Now my mom's in better health than she's been in 20 years. About a year and a half ago was the last time. It was the first time in 20 years she didn't have to take a wheelchair when we went on a vacation. About a year ago was the last time she used a wheelchair. About nine months ago was the last time she used a walker. About eight months ago was the last time she used a cane. And, and now she's off all of her medications, all of her, she what? used to be like a walking pharmacy, like literally like, like just so many prescription drugs she had to take every day. The doctor said, you got to be on these the rest of your life. If you don't, you don't take this, your heart will pop. So, um, we treated the cause, not the symptoms. And, uh, so that's was what that, we're all Was about. that like the subconscious beliefs that she was operating from? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause again, in truth, I mean, you know, what happens when you take, uh, light and introduce it into darkness what happens to the darkness it disappears it disappears it, was, it never even existed it was just the absence of light which mm. even a real you know it's an artificial creation so what happens when you introduce truth into a lie what happens to the lie it disappears it dissolves it never mm. even existed now wow. so here's i'm gonna go i'm gonna we're gonna go a little bit deep right out Let's of the gates here you ready to go deep yes all right so what happens when you introduce eternity into time what happens to time disappears <laughs> so even though you can exist in a, an experience of time it doesn't even exist so all we did was tap tapped her into her eter- eternal perspective Damn. and um you know that's where that's what you know faith you step into faith with faith mm. is is not you know a miracle is just a collapsing of time mm. Mm. what you would think could take wow. forever to create it just it collapses and it's just a collapsing of time because time is illusion in the first place so all we did was collapse time and uh set her free and that's what we do like <laughs> that's what we do we collapse yeah. time create miracles <laughs> yeah, that's what i love it dude it's so it's so just, it's just bs belief systems yeah yeah because yeah. like anything is possible and the only reason we experience the reality that we do is because we believe that's what it's supposed to be um yeah. so this is this is gold man i want to dive back into your journey talk about okay, cool. the the aspect of uh you know becoming multimillionaire, real estate yeah. tell us about that time what what was driving you and what was that um transformation like at that point okay so uh, it all started you know, was I, I was a little kid i had an older brother who had muscular dystrophy which is a terminal disease so um, I'd been prepared his whole life. I knew that he was going to die at a young age. And um, when I was 12 years old and he was 16, mm. he passed away. And I was actually holding his hand in that moment. And um, it, you know, it doesn't matter that I prepared for it my whole life. You still just can't really prepare for something like that. And I formed a belief in that moment that life was meaningless. Like, how could there be any meaning to life if my brother was in a wheelchair most of his life and it was a short life? He couldn't even feed himself. Like, it just seemed like such a, like, it didn't make any sense. There was no way there could be meaning to life logically. Yeah. So that's where I went down that path. That's how I became broke, ignorant, blackout, drunk, atheist, speech bum. Right. So then one day I, um, you ever notice whenever it's time to get a lesson in life, it comes first as a little feather stroke. It's like, hey, maybe you should go a little mm-hmm, bit different. Maybe mm-hmm. go this way. But if you don't get the feather stroke, then the nudge comes. And if you get the nudge, then here comes the shove. And if you don't get the shove, then here comes the cosmic two by four. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes you don't even get the cosmic two by four. So then they got to put nails and spikes in it. And then you get hit with that thing. So I had to take multiple cosmic two by fours before I finally woke up. Uh, So, well, just woke up from level one to level two, which that level two is the level of success. So, um, and just taking responsibility for your, your reality. So I, um, how my, my cosmic two by four with the spikes in it was, I I was blackout drunk one night and I rear-ended a car at a stoplight. Mm. And so then I was in jail. It's like, all right, this is insanity, John. And I guess everybody, most people know what the definition of insanity is. Mm-hmm. You know Doing what that same is? Same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. So <laughs> how many people have done that on here, right? We've, been, we've all been doing it. Uh, so I was like, all right. And it's like Groundhog Day. It's like I keep waking up the same, it's the same day over and over. You know, I'd black, be black, literally blackout drunk six nights a week. I wouldn't know, uh, you know, I'd wake up and it was, it was actually kind of fun because it's like Easter. I'm like, like, 
trying to put, find all the eggs that were that were the memories of last night. Well, I didn't have them. I had to go find other people that could like say this is what happened and this is what happened. And I'm like, oh, oh. so, but it was just like it was crazy. It was insanity. So I'm sitting in jail. I'm like, this this just isn't working, John. Because really, all I wanted is I just want to be happy. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out how to do it. That's why I was getting blackout drunk. Because if I could just numb myself enough then I could, it, I could feel it felt like peace. Mm. It wasn't actually peace, but mm. it was, at least I wasn't like trapped inside of this, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the jail, the prison, yeah. my own self-imposed prison. So, um, um, I'm sitting there like this, something's got to change, John. And then this like light bulb went off and it's just crazy how, how situations in our lives can be used. And, you know, I always say we, uh, we fall into, into heaven through the floor of hell. Mm, that's a, that's a good one. Sometimes we fall into heaven through the floor of hell where the shit just gets so bad. Can we cuss on here? Yep, absolutely. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> it's, the shit just gets so bad that you just kind of say, all right, I give up. I, I, I surrender. I quit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's like the, just every, everything you've been pushing against. You've been and you didn't realize, but you were like the fly banging his head on the window, and you didn't even know it yeah. until you finally stopped banging your head on the window. And then you're like, oh, I quit. I quit. And then you look around, and you're like, oh, it's a dang window right there. <laughs> so, it, so this moment, I was like, this isn't working. But mm. the powerful thing wasn't. It wasn't even that this wasn't working. It was that I could have killed somebody that night. Wow. I literally could have killed someone. And thinking about the fact that I could have killed someone, then I was like, wait a minute. That means life isn't just about me because my, my decisions actually matter. Yeah. Wow. If I could make a decision that could kill someone, I could make another decision that could also do what? Bring value to people, bring them to life. Bring value to people. I yeah. could help people. I was like, wait a minute. So suddenly life wasn't so meaningless. Wow. I was like, there is some meaning. There's got, yeah. I can just... I can actually, my decisions matter. If I make a decision, it can create an impact on the planet. What if I start making decisions that help other people? I was like, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Maybe then I'll find happiness. So I'm like, well, how do I do that? Because I didn't know anything about helping people. I was like, so, you know, just trapped inside of my own world, just trying to figure, it's all about me. Yeah, now survival. Like, well, yeah. yeah, now I'm like, how do I make it about somebody else? So I'm like, well, what about a family? Maybe I need to get a family. So, um, and I already had my mom and I was like, all right, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go make a whole bunch of money. I'm going to uh, big, buy a big house. I'm going to, you know, get, create a family and we're just going to have amazing life, just going on vacations all the time. And my job, what's going to make me happy is making my family happy. So that's what, what drove me, mm. um, into, uh, being a successful real estate investor. I was trying to figure out how to be happy. So it's just, I still wanted the same result, which was happiness. Yeah. I just, I just was looking for a different vehicle before it was like partying and, mm. you know, drugs and whatever I could yeah. find yeah. Yeah. Um, that didn't work. So then my next vehicle was success. That'll do it. Yeah. Well, come to find out that didn't, that it doesn't do it either. Right. Um, and you'll, you'll hear about that as we go through the five levels. So, Cause so again, this, that's is, level two. this is great, man. Um, I've never heard that before, uh, that, you know, the, the decisions that we have, they have an impact on others. I think that that was also my wake up call, man. I was partying, going to raves and like I hit my rock bottom moment and I felt the pain that I was causing other people. Yes. And I, I said, that's not who I am, man. And so I, that was my wake up moment, but I've never seen a correlation between like someone's like aha moment and inflicting pain on others because of a lack of consciousness or, you know, whatever, whatever might be there. So that's, that's fascinating, man. I never, never seen that. Yeah. That, but I, I would assume that's probably if people were to look back at what their yeah. wake up moment was, it, it would probably, I'm just guessing, just throw it out there. But if they really looked, it would probably be like, I'm causing a lot of you know, pain on other people. And yeah. this is, yeah, that's not who I am. And wow. I don't know who I am, but that's not it because yeah. we're just trying to figure out how to be happy. But yeah. really maybe that we're just trying to figure out how to be good enough. We're like, yeah. if I can be good enough, then I'll be happy. Mm. So it's really good enough is below happiness is like, cause it's like the onion. Yeah. So there's that where like, we see what people are doing there. So they just want to be loved. Yeah. You know, as we go back full circle on the yeah. five levels, you realize that, you know, I, there's this one quote I always say that, um, um, if you think happiness is, or if you think love is something that you get, Lack will always ensue. Wow. If you think love is something that you, that you give, you'll be one, you know, or the world will be several, several shades lighter. Mm. Um, but you will forever miss the mark until you realize that love is something that you are. Mm. It's not something that you're going to get outside of yourself. It's not even something, it's not even, it's more, 
uh, it's well, so it's not an either or world, it's an and world. I was about to say it's more of a noun than it is a verb, yeah, but it's actually both, yes. But people need to get to the fact that it's a noun before they can even understand that it's a that it's a verb too. Because yeah. if they go verb before noun, mm. I don't know if you guys are following me on this, but yeah. if you go verb on love before you go to noun on love, mm. that it's just a beingness, then you'll be chasing the verb, you'll be trying to do, do happiness yes. rather than be it. Once you be it then the verb comes out and you express it. It comes, yeah. it just comes from within you instead of you having to like figure out how to do it. So you'll do things from your worthiness rather than for your worthiness. Um, what were we, how did I, how did I get on that? Well, I, was, <laughs> I had a point that I was talking about. And, uh, that was, that was great though. No, this is, this is great. Um, so okay. I, I wanted to talk about um, your evolution past that. Cause this is great. You know, okay. who are you, who are you being? It's like that deepest level, the love, yep. right? Like remembering that we are love, like that's the deepest level. I love that we've touched on that. And I want to continue on your journey though. Like yep. after you, you said, Hey, I'm going to give it all away. When did, when did that happen? Like, why did that happen? Um, well, it started. So this was, so I'm, we're kind of walking through the five levels as we're talking about my journey. So yeah. at level one, I was blackout, drunk, ignorant, beach bum, <laughs> level two. So I, I was like all in. I'm like, I got to figure out how to make my family happy. So really, I was trying to figure out how to make myself happy. Mm. And I thought my by being a good enough, per, like making enough money and making my family happy enough, taking them all on vacations, then I would finally be worthy of love. Mm. Uh, so I was still doing it for my worthiness rather than from. So then there was a point where um, it was just, so this was the point where the the, I guess there was several times where I fell into the floor, fell, fell through the floor of hell into heaven. So this was the next one. So the first one was the, the rearing in the car at the stoplight. The second one was after I d built this multi-million dollar empire, we, we uh, just vacation all the time thinking that's going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. There's, that's what the world said. The world told me this is what's going to happen. If I just get, you know, do, do this, I'm successful and I got all the money and we don't have to work, then that's going to do it. Well, it actually got worse. Wow. Like this doesn't make any sense, but what started happening is um, my um, my girlfriend at the time she started getting a, she was addicted to oxycotton. Mm -hmm. She's like like had an op opioid addiction. We had um, um, uh, her boys were like just punching each other in the face. Like they're twin. She had twin boys. They're just like punching holes in the walls. Like just going crazy. My mom was on hospice. This, this is all happening at that time. Mm -hmm. My mom's on hospice, given less than a month to live. Um, my um, so I, I put my, my little hero outfit on one last because what was happening is I was trying to you know, be a bigger and bigger hero. Right. But the thing is, if you become a superhero, you can only be a superhero if you've got a what? Uh, superpower? Well, yeah. You someone to power, save? Someone to save? Yeah. So yeah. you're going to need a... So a hero needs a villain and a victim. Mm, yes. A superhero yes. needs a superhero and a supervillain. Wow. wow. So really what was happening is... The people in my life were becoming super victims so I could be a superhero wow. and all the shit was coming on us because it was the supervillain that I was fighting against to protect them. And it was all so I could prove my worthiness. And I couldn't see it. I had no idea that was happening. But anyway, I threw my cape on one last time and I brought my uh, my my girlfriend and her brother like because I was like, all right, maybe this will make her happy because she had never had any connection like uh, with her family. She's like, uh, I was like, what if I could bring her family and and reconnect that bond and that maybe that'll make her happy so her brother calls and he had just gotten out of jail and he was like man i i burned all my bridges man i because he had been on crack but he's like i'm not on crack anymore i'm out of jail burn on my bridges but can you please take me in and and, and help me and i'm like dun, 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 of course i can do that <laughs> and so i bring him in in the middle of all this stuff and then within a couple of weeks he had stolen my credit card wow. uh charged up thousands of dollars on this stole all my tools stole my car I, like literally stole my truck wow. <laughs> and like this is in the middle of everything all the and like all these things happening all at once and then at like this point like all my friends started turning on me too like the people that i'd been with for like 15 years my best friends like all of a sudden they just start hating me and I'm like this is weird because my whole life everybody's loved me yeah. and i didn't all I, I, I was just trying to help everybody and it just like the whole world turned on me and so finally i laid my head down and it was the first time in my life where I just, I laid my head down and I just said, I failed. I'm a failure. Yeah. And, and in that, in that moment, when I said I failed, I'm a failure. It's like all of a sudden, like I lifted my head back up and this weight lifts off my shoulders. And I was like, what's that? And what had happened was everything I thought I had to be died in that moment wow. because it couldn't be it. I'd given everything. I mean, I literally, cause I, 
I used to be an all or nothing guy. I mean, all in or all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was all in everything I had. I mean, literally every ounce of my being, yeah. everything to try to be who I thought I needed to be in order to be worthy of love. And that was the moment where I realized it, it, it wasn't working. No, I, I didn't have anything left in me. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'd never admitted I, I was a failure ever before because how could you know failure be worthy of love? I needed mm. to be a hero. Heroes don't mm. ever fail. So that's the only way. So I couldn't admit that to myself. So when I did that, everything I thought I had to be died. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If I'm not that, then who am I? What am I? And that's when, that's when the, uh, just the, the whole thing opened up. <laughs> the cosmic the veil, epiphany. <laughs> the veil was removed and wow. there was no longer the filter. That's okay. So the lighthouse, there, that's when mm. all the, all the mud just went mm. all at once. It's like the storm came Yeah. and this, what the storm actually did was it cleaned all the mud. Off. I thought it, the hurricane mm. was about to destroy me, yeah. but it, I was sitting in a lighthouse sitting here thinking I'm getting destroyed by a hurricane, but really the hurricane was blast, like just blasting all the mud off. Yep. And then wow. the hurricane was done and all of a sudden the light's there. Like, oh, well, I'll be. And I don't even have to do anything for this light to shine. I just, wow. it just is. And that's when love became a noun for me. So that's, that's an experience. I want to get like kind of practical, tactical. Um, yep. For someone who hasn't like hit that point of like rock bottom where everything that they thought was their reality is shaken from them so they can truly experience who they are at the core, yep. the, that love. How does someone get to that level of truth and knowingness? Um, now, so I always say there's so imagine you've got a cup of water and it's full of dirt. Okay. And you want to have a clean cup of water. Yep. Well, there's two ways to do it. <laughs> you can either. Pour a bunch of clean water in and just keep pouring in until it pushes all the dirt out. It'll right. take a while. Right. Or you just dump the dirty water out and then refill it. And that'll go a lot faster. Uh-huh. So what you just heard was my experience of the water getting dumped out. Dumped out all yeah. the mud, muddy water <laughs> got dumped out and then refilled. Um, so the only way to do that <laughs> is like to put your ass on the line and go all out, like giving everything you got to be whoever you think you got to be. And then what's going to happen is there's another... I, we kind of call them in my little my little group here. We call them Johnisms. Yeah. Where yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's another little Johnism. It's, it's um oh now I lost it. Uh, what was I just saying? Um, Dumping the water out. Who, oh. who you got to become? I lost the Johnism. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so how to have that moment? Oh, it appears there. It is. This is it. This is it. It appears without, though it is within. Mm. So appears, it seems like, it looks like it's out there, yep. but it's in here. It shows up on the outside, but it's on the inside. Remember what I said earlier, we manifest our reality with our subconscious belief systems. Manifest does not mean to create. Manifest means to make obvious what is already there. What's wrong is always available. So is what's right. You can choose what to focus on, what you focus on expands. So that being said, whenever, what's going to happen is when you start giving it your all, you put your ass on the line and give everything you got. All of your fears are going to move from within you to without, and you're going to start to face them. You're going to see them, and they're going to be surrounding you all around you. So that's the one way. Just go go all out. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like ripping the Band-Aid off. Now, the other way is the consistent spaced repetition. Yes. So that's where you just like, you know, you just get your, the, the by far the fastest way, the easiest way. If you don't want to go through that crap, just find yourself a good, healthy environment. Remember we said uh, the if, what happens if you take a healthy fish and you put him in a dirty fish tank? Yeah. What's going to happen to the fish? He's going to get sick and he's going to die. Yeah. But if you take that dirty fish and you put him in a healthy fish tank, mm. suddenly he starts to get cleaned up. And it you, he doesn't have to go through the crap and like he doesn't have to get chased by the sharks until he like finally finds his own like you know creates his own world. It's like yeah. you can just find that healthy fish tank and get cleaned up, and um, that's the fastest way to do it. Find people that are inspiring, that are mm. full of gratitude, full of passion and purpose and life and, and are creators and givers. Get yourself around those people. And then it just, it'll be like osmosis. Yeah, um, That would be by far the, the fastest, the best. If I would give you one thing, if you want to take one thing away from this, mm. this little talk we're having here, get yourself in a good environment. Find the people that are just full of love and actually, well, Doing well while doing good. Make yes. sure they're doing both. Because <laughs> like your pendulum could swing. So yeah. it, what happened with my life is like 
Oh yeah, you asked me the question about how. So I yeah. was successful real estate investor. Mm-hmm. So um, that would be over here, like um, all about you know success. And actually, mm-hmm. I, so I'm going to say sp- uh, capitalist okay. and spiritual. So mm-hmm. I actually have a mastermind group called Spiritual Capitalist. Love it because remember I uh, you know, I said earlier uh, I used to be an all or nothing guy. It's mm-hmm. like all in or all out mm-hmm. because I used to think it was an either either or world, but now I realize it's an and world. And so I realized, oh, spiritual capitalist. Ah, it's not an either world. It's mm-hmm. or world. It's an and world. No margin, no mission. I've got to do this. So um, basically what happened, I was in the capitalist realm mm-hmm. and thinking I went, I gave everything I had to be a capitalist, you know, to just the success, yep. money. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got all the way to the end of that road and like, what the, there's nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been duped. So... <laughs> Then my pendulum swung the complete opposite way. So remember, I was broke, ignorant, blackout, drunk, atheist, beach bum. So mm-hmm. I was like a what I would call an evangelist atheist, yeah. meaning it was my job to convince people God wasn't real. So <laughs> when my pendulum swung, I went spiritual. So yeah. I went all the way from worldly to all the way spiritual, as spiritual as you can possibly get. Yeah. And you know, I started going to church five times every Wednesday, uh, Sunday, twice every Wednesday, and all different churches. It wasn't wow. just one of them. And what I did differently this time is um you 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 always get what you're what you focus on what mm-hmm. you're looking for if you want to know what you're looking for look at what you're getting mm-hmm. the only reason you're getting it is cuz you're looking for it right so our what had happened the first go around is i was looking for why god wasn't real right and that's what i was searching for i mean i was and, and so anywhere i'd go i could find that and that's what you know so anytime i'd go to a church or anything like that i'll just like you're an idiot man that's what i would say to be you're you, you think just you can't tell they just spit these little Bible verses at me. And right. I'm like, well, what the, what does that mean? I mean, I'll <laughs> write a book and then I'll spit the verses at you about my book. That's not going to prove anything. It's just what I said. <laughs> so, um, so then when I go back, I was like, all right, you know what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to start looking for what's right mm. instead of what's wrong. Yeah. And then I started like noticing. I'm like, okay, that's true. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Okay, there's, there's some validation there. Before all I saw was lies and manipulation and control and, and people, you know, just trying to push their 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 dogma on me and stuff but this time i'm like okay there's truth in that okay that's that makes sense hey that feels good and then i started to notice like like different people were saying the exact same things mm-hmm. and like even different people that didn't even like each other <laughs> different religions that didn't like each other i'm like what are, how come you said the same thing they said and it's like um i started to just start to see the picture i've got it's a one of my mentors eben pagan he mm-hmm. um he once said uh Talk, he said, a brilliant cut diamond has 57 facets on it. Mm. And if you just see one facet, just one face of it, you don't know you're looking at a diamond right. until you start to circle around. And you're like, and you start to add all the facets to it. And you're like, oh, now I see what it is. Wow. It's a diamond I've been holding this whole time. So that's kind of the the, the way it went, I, where I um, was started to see all the different facets. But anyway, I was all in spiritual. So all in spiritual means, all right, I'm giving away everything I got. I mean, mm. I literally, I gave away a $400,000 house. I gave away car. I gave away well, multiple houses actually. One, two, three, four, uh, several houses. I gave away several houses. You know, literally over a million dollars worth of cash and assets in just a twelve-month period. Wow. Um, and uh, then, uh, so the, how that whole, whole st- st- turned out too is I like now I did find what I was looking for, mm. which was just peace, love, and joy. I finally found it. Now, <laughs> thing is, I, I. I found it by realizing that I had it the whole time. Yeah. You know, the only reason we don't have happiness is because we assume it isn't already there. Mm-hmm. It's just our assumptions. And like, we're trying to, we got all these rules on what has to happen. And those rules are just rules that were handed down to us. They're not even real. It's just like imaginary rules. Yep. If all these things happen, then you're allowed to be happy. Well, mm. if you could just eliminate those rules, which is actually what happened when you dump the water out, mm. <laughs> all the rules go away. And suddenly you're like, well, I just am. And so it was all all great, and then uh, and then there was a point where I actually became homeless. Uh, no house, no car, no phone. Uh, three negative bank accounts, and um, my uh, there was a. This is where I actually met my. I'd already met her before. I, I was doing a. I did my Awaken Your Destiny Masterclass. It's like this high level goal setting workshop, and and this girl had come to it, and I um, at the end of the class, I looked down and I was there with some of my friends, and she, and she had just left, and I was like. I bet she would love me. It's just like, that's the only thing that came out. I, like, I bet she would love me. I said that to my friend. And then uh, a couple months later, she showed back up. Wow. And this was about the point where I was now homeless. 
And so she took me in to her little one bed. We made friends. Uh, and then she took me into her little one bedroom apartment. Wow. And, you know, I'm sitting there in peace, love, and joy. I can go sit in the woods. I can sit in the cave. I can be standing in the rain, lightning around me. It didn't matter. I was just going to still be in the same level of peace, love, and joy, no matter what was happening. Wow. Um, and that was all good until I'm sitting there in her little one bedroom apartment. And then I actually moved my mom in too. So now, well, we actually moved up to a two bedroom apartment. So we moved on up and got a little two bedroom apartment. My mom's in there. And then um, uh, there, Mel had uh, kids. So there's a one little, a little baby and, um, and then a, an older boy. He's now, he's 10 now, but um, everything's going great. I'm happy, full of love, full of joy. And then all of a sudden the eviction notice hits the door. I'm like, Ooh. huh, well, I've got this other, here's another little Johnism. Um, I don't believe in what, that there's anything that works. It's not, uh, it's not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just what works or doesn't work, mm. given what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yep. So there's no judgment on things. Uh, but now all of a sudden, I was like, well, this isn't working either because I want to do good in the world. And I can't even take care of myself. Mm. You know, this little, this, this, you know, single mom is basically taking care of me. And now, the eviction notice, like I can't even take care of myself, let alone the people I love. Wow. So this isn't working either. And that's when I realized, boom, not an either or world and world spiritual capitalist. Yeah. And that's when yeah. it came doing well while doing good. No margin, no mission. You, you, it's, and, and here's another thing. If you have any judgment on anything, that thing might be out of balance. It's, it's mm. possible. Like mm. you say, Oh, you're a murderer. Okay. That, you know, somebody killed somebody could be out of balance. Yeah. That's, that's all fine and dandy, but that's none of your business. Hmm. Your business is that if you're judging someone or something, you can guarantee that you're out of balance. You don't know for certain if they are, but you know that you are. If you have a judgment on anyone or anything, that means you're out of balance. Wow. So they could be out of balance, but you know you are. That means you you need to either either go like halfway to where they are or somewhere in the middle or hmm. all the way. Like hmm. there's, I'm sure when you're a kid, you thought your parents were out of balance sometimes. You're like, no, you're a hole mama, <laughs> but, but come back around. You're like, ah, oh, crap. I was out of balance. She was right in the middle. She yeah. was exactly where she needed to be. And I was judging her. Wow. So you could be way off or you know, they, they could be out of balance, but you know, for certain, if you're judging, then you're out of balance. So get become more like the thing that you think is bad. Wow. Uh, and that's how you're going to get to your next level. So if there's another thing that you're going to take away from this, take that wow. <laughs> your judgments, wow. your judgments are leading you to your next level. Uh, release those judgments become a little bit more like that in some way. And cause you're, you're like, Oh, well, you know, I just, the other day I heard somebody was talking about, um, she had to sit and listen to somebody just blabber about these negative comments and just, just being so negative and spewing it all over. And she just sat there and took it. And she, she was like, um, I had to, because, uh, for me to just like turn around and walk away that, you know, that'd be rude. Like, oh, so you're judging rude people. Mm. You're going to have to become a, like, the, you're sitting here not doing what you need to do because of your judgment on rude people. Wow. Because I wouldn't be a good person if I was rude. Wow. Well, start being rude yeah. and then you'll, uh, you'll be able to make it to your next level. Kind of like a yes man. You guys seen that movie? Yes man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Where he had to start saying yes to everything. Yeah. So you might have to do that for a little while. Go, go out of balance. It's going to feel weird to you because we do the wrong thing so long that the right thing feels wrong. That's another Johnism. <laughs> Sometimes we do the wrong thing so long that the right thing feels wrong. So it's going to feel wrong when you start doing the right thing because mm -hmm. everything that you've done has gotten you where you are. If you want to get somewhere different, you're going to have to do something different. Everything you have is inside of your comfort zone. Everything that you want and don't have is outside of your comfort zone. So the only way to get it is to get what? Uncomfortable. Yep. Right, Dude, so okay, so so are yeah. we at I think level three on the stage? Um, of so we've actually went to uh level four, okay. When so level three was when I was just one with everything, like, ah, yep, yes. yep, yep. Level four was then uh, where I started saying, oh, okay, now I've got to figure out how to actually serve spiritual again. capitalism, yes, yes, yeah. So spiritual capitalism began in level four, it was, and actually, it's a merger in between four and five, yeah. So, um, yeah, those kind of go together. I'll tell you actually how I got to level five. This is, this is a pretty wild story. I got, a, I got some really wild stories. Um, <laughs> this is, this is, this is one of like where it really, the wildness really began, I guess. Uh, yeah. so after I'd been going to all the church and everything, all these different churches and everything, 
one day I, I saw one of my friends who, so I used to be in a punk rock band back when I was in level one. Uh-huh. And I, uh, you know, it was called, our band was called Lost in the Sauce. Uh-huh. And we, we earned that name. I'd be up on stage playing and they're just like, everybody knew that I loved wild turkey. That was my, that was my drink. So <laughs> I'd be playing, they'd just come pouring shots of turkey down, down our throats. And, uh, <laughs> it was pretty wild. So uh, anyway, full circle. So there was, a, there was another band that we played with a lot. It was a reggae band okay. and they were called Modern Motion. So the whenever I left, because I, I I left all my friends in order to become successful. Yes. I like I got to get myself out of this reality and put myself in a new one. Yeah. So um, my one of the, the bass player from that other band, Modern Motion, he had also left that reality. Wow. And when I went and built a successful real estate business, he had went and built a uh, the largest um, taxi cab company in Panama City, where we're at. So in those same like few year period. We both built like these massive things and we were very successful. And then all of a sudden I, I see him. I, he was in the parking lot of this church that I was at. And he was like, hey, man, we should go play some music. It's been a long time. I was like, OK. And he had this little storage shed where he painted his cars and he had a uh, where he painted his taxi cabs. But he had a, a recording studio in the back of it. Wow. So we went in there and we're playing inside the recording studio. I'm playing drums at this time and he's playing on the guitar. And then we're in there for a couple hours. And then we look up and there's this guy clapping. There's a guy standing in the storage shed with us clapping. He's like, man, that was great, man. I've, I've been standing here for 20 minutes. Y'all didn't even see me. <laughs> so, so then my friend had to leave. So now I'm sitting here like, well, we, you know, we all had to go outside. But so now I'm standing outside the storage shed with this big, like, redneck dude. He's like six foot four, probably. I mean, he's a big dude, you know, and, and his curly hair just like talks real redneck. Yeah. And, and I'm, like, I'm like, this guy's really weird. But I gave him my business card. The next day was actually my birthday. And I was meditating. I was in a little meditation group. And I come out of the meditation group and my phone starts ringing. And it was from a strange number. Now, I never answer phone calls if I don't know who they are. I'm right. like, they'll leave a message. or I'm not going to go on their schedule. They're going to come on mine. Right. So, um, it, but something in me just said, answer this call. I'm like, all right. So I answer the call. And it's this dude from the storage set. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, God. Oh, God, I don't know what's going on. Something's come over me. I got to meet with you right now. I got to meet with you because God's got a message for you. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, if, if God's got a message for me, he can come to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, there's a, here's another little thing I always say is there is it's not it's not that there's only one God. It's that there is only God. Yeah. Um, and in him, we live and move and have our being. So everything is that. Uh, so there's no place that God is not. So, of mm. course, God can yeah. speak to people because uh, people are, you know, we're all conduits. That's yes. all that exists. So, yes. um, I, so I was like, all right, fine. Where are you at? And he said, I, I'm at Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> and he's like, meet me there in five minutes. I'm like, okay. And so I start driving to Walmart parking lot. Now, I'm in Florida at this time. My dad lives in Kentucky. So but I call my dad on the phone. I'm like, dad, I don't know what's going on, but some weird redneck dude that I met in the storage shed is – He's called me and said he's got a message from God for me, and he wants to meet me at Walmart parking lot. So if you never hear from me again, then check the cameras at Walmart parking lot because that's the last <laughs> place I was at. And I was serious. I mean, I was, yeah, I, was yeah. like, I really, I, like, I didn't know what was about to happen. So I pull up in the Walmart parking lot, and the guy's in this. He's got this little yellow truck, and he's like underneath the lights, like coming down the part. <laughs> it's like coming down over his truck. I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me because it's like this little beam of light. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and I pull up, and the passenger door on his truck is open. And I pull up next to him. I had and uh, I had a little uh, a little Prius at this time. And he's like, he's like, get in. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, get in. Like, all right. So for some reason, I got in his little truck. And he says, shut the door. <laughs> now remember, I'm all I'm an all or nothing guy. So yeah. this time, I'm still like all in. Like, all right, let's go. Let's do this thing. So I shut the door. He cranks up the engine. He starts rocking back and forth, and he starts speaking in tongues. And I'm like. What is going on here? And then he puts the thing, the truck in gear, and he's like rocking back and forth, speaking in tongues, and he starts driving. He starts saying, "God really loves you. God really loves you." And I'm thinking, "I hope so." <laughs> <laughs> so then I sat there. Now I remember I had a highly trained BS spotter because I was an evangelist atheist for a long time. I was very good at convincing people that God wasn't real. Yeah, that was my job. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just waiting. I'm like, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna find your bullshit in just a moment. <laughs> I'm spot it and I'm gonna call your ass on it. So I'm sitting there for 45 minutes. He's driving me around, and I'm just sitting there going, "Okay, that's true. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah, that's that's true. That's true. How's he know that? 
how does he know that? He starts talking about my, my childhood, my parents, my grandparents. Wow. He starts talking about my future. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap. Now, so there's this thing he said. He said, um, in three days, God's going to come to you. And he's going to ask for your life. And if you give it to him, you can never take credit for everything. Or no, if you give it to him, he's going to give you favor, but you can never take credit for anything ever again. I'm like, all right. So, so after I got out of that, the car, um, the next day I called one of my friends, we're a religious guy. I'm like, hey man, what do you know about pro- uh, prophecies and, and speaking in tongues and all yeah. this kind of stuff? And he's like, well, I mean, it's all in the Bible. Now there is a part where it says a false prophet should be put to death. So, you know, if he's a, uh, this guy's serious and you know, he's like, the guy put a deadline. He said in three days it's going to happen. I said, yeah, three days. He's like, well, you're going to know in three days that either this is the real deal. Or you need to run, you need to run like hell away from this guy as far as you can get. <laughs> so there, three days later it happened 1159. And so this was January 25th. Well, uh, at, at midnight it'll be january 25th yeah so all that stuff happened on my birthday mm-hmm. january 22nd january mm-hmm. 25th 2015 was um when it happened and god asked for my life and i'm like well what are you gonna do with it <laughs> and now i'm sitting there like what are, you, what are you gonna do with it guy like and, and no answer so now i'm stuck into my own thoughts again mm-hmm. I'm like well what's so i'm like well what's worst case scenario and what i came up with is like worst case scenario would be um I started remembering there's a time that I'd wrecked my dirt bike and I had, had uh, I hit my head and I got amnesia. Wow. So I was for like a whole day. I didn't, I didn't know anybody. And it was really scary. Cause I was like, how do I even know if I even exist? Like, am I even real? Like, how do I know I'm real? Like, cause I don't even have any of my memories. Cause I thought I was my thoughts back then. So I'm like, what if I lost all of my cognitive skills? Mm-hmm. Like what if all my cognitive function, what if I was just like, you know, like a vegetable, like that would be the scariest thing for me. Yeah. And so um, I was think, sitting there thinking, I'm using my, my cognitive skills to determine. And I'm like, well, if this is God, logically, if this is God, and I'm going to die anyway, mm. then I might as well just do it now. I might as well, why would I wait? And so I said, all right, yes, I surrender. No matter what it is, I, I surrender. And here's my life. Mm. And poof, that's when every, I mean, uh, that was the next, this was intro level five. Poof, like just this like rush come over my whole body. And suddenly I truly knew what peace, love, and joy was for the first time in my life. Wow. Now, looking back, see, I didn't know what happened then, but looking back, um, you know, hindsight's 2020, mm-hmm. I can actually see what really happened. You, you, I actually had to lay my God on the altar. What I didn't realize mm-hmm. my God was, was my mind. Wow. That's the reason I was an atheist because wow. everything had to be so logical. I was yes. trapped inside of my own mind. So I always say life is an 18-inch journey from the head through the emotions to the heart. Wow. We're trying to process things from the outside in with our with our judger, but we need to go the opposite way from the inside out where we're the creator, not the consumer. So that was when I laid my mind down because I used to play chess with life. I used to think if I do this, then that'll happen, then I do that, and that'll happen. And I'm just trying to figure it all out. That's why I was trapped in my mind because I was trying to figure out just how to create some safety and security and whatever in life. Right. But that's why I was trapped in my head. So that moment, I, I was... my. I was, my, my God was used against me really, or used for me, but cause logically you, you see how I, I made the decision. I made the decision logically. Mm. So my God was logic and logically I had no other, no other, no other option. I was checkmated because I was playing chess of life and I just got checkmated Damn. and boom. So that was the moment everything changed. So level five is just like this complete surrender where I don't, I don't own my life anymore. I don't even know what I'm, I don't ever know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I just, I guess I just asked like, Hey, you know, I'll get, Hey, fly to Phoenix tomorrow. Go get a plane ticket, fly to Phoenix tomorrow. I'm like, why am I flying to Phoenix? And they're like, you know, I got, you know, one day I was told to fast for 40 days. I'm like, mm. what? I'm going to not eat food for 40 days. Wow. So I did, I went 40 days and that's when I was able to write my book. The, wow. uh, if I die before I wake, it was written while I was fasting for 40 days. So, um, it's just, there's no, the cool thing is, so that's, so the next day, January 25th or was that that day mm-hmm. when I woke up, I had the whole vision for reinvent the educational system inside of me because, you know, God's like, hey, you're going to reinvent the educational system. I'm like, what? How am I going to do that? He's like, well, <laughs> you're not actually doing it. I'm doing it. Remember, you can't take credit for anything ever again. You're just really a conduit. You're just the messenger. Get out, just your job is get out of the way. Let me do my work through you. Wow. So, but the whole vision was there like instantly. 
Wow. And uh, I've been building ever since. So, and, uh, so tell us a little bit more about what that looks like today with Earthwaking University, and like, tell us more about that, man. Yeah. So, and I guess this is another crazy story. So, even when you leave, when you when you hand your life over to God, He's going to give you a favor. Yeah. <laughs> That's still not the end of the road yet. Nope. So, <laughs> I got all these miracles start coming in. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I like, I I got donated a. Um, a 15,000 square foot building so I could start building my university in. Wow. Uh, like I just started building and I, I built my university and like just all kinds of crazy things were, were happening. Um, all the way up until there was a moment where I actually said no. Uh, Cause remember I was always saying yes. I'm like, whatever I'm, whatever I'm asked to do, I just said yes. But there was a moment where something I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. It was like past my comfort zone. Now I didn't realize why I said no, but again, hindsight's 2020. The reason I said no, um, because actually God asked, there's this, this girl that, um, I'd been friends with for a few years, or, I mean, a few months, but we never held hands. We never kissed or anything. And just out of the blue, God said, ask her to marry you. I'm like, mm -mm, no, not going to do that. Is, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, I'll do it. It was weird. Cause I was actually at this, at a church that day. And it was like a, on a Wednesday night and there was, the guy was talking about the Holy spirit. I'm like, Oh, pfft. This is this is my thing. I'll this I, I'm as connected as you can possibly get. <laughs> like so, because he had this uh, like he's at the end. He had us all pray, and he's like, "All right, Holy Spirit, we're gonna all ask the Holy Spirit what He wants us to do next." And I'm sitting there like, "That's what that's my life. That's what I do all day, all day, every day." Mm. Now there's a little there's a little Bible verse that says, "Pride cometh before a fall." Mm. <laughs> so I'm like looking around, you peons, like ah ha ha, I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best surrender listening to I'm the most surrendered here. <laughs> I'm the most surrendered. And so I said, all right, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? He said, ask her to marry you. I was like, what? He said, ask her to marry you. I'm like, who? And, and I was looked over and I'm like, when? He said, right now. I'm like, no, mm -mm, no, that's not how it works. God, that's not how it works down here on earth. You just don't understand. <laughs> we don't do, we don't just do things like that. There's a process. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was the beginning of, uh, so on these five levels of consciousness, yeah, you can go back and forth, you can move through them because mm -hmm. they're really just five states of conscious orientation, wow. five ways that you can perceive life through. Like a member, I talked about you when we're, you know, the, the Easter bunny, you could yeah. live in a reality where the Easter bunny is real, even though it's not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, so you can go into level one where you're a victim, mm -hmm. even though you're not, you can yeah. perceive a reality in which you're a victim, even though you're not. Mm -hmm. So I like went all, all the way back down to level one. And, and I'll tell you what just everything just started going crazy. Um, so what happened is actually, um, but I moved back into uh, like, I finally surrendered. I finally started doing everything I was told to do. Um, and then it was just like, then I had, I kind of had to like all my fears that, that I didn't know were there. Then they had to be presented to me. So the fears mm -hmm. of rejection, I still had the fear of rejection. I still had the fear of letting people down. Those mm -hmm. two were still in me that were still kind of controlling me that I didn't realize. Like it was just so subtle that I didn't know like people will say, Hey, I want to give my life to God. But the thing is you can't give something that you don't have. Wow. So you got to take it back first. So, you know, I, I thought that I'd given it over, but I couldn't give it all over because I still had a few little strings pulling me. There mm -hmm. were still a few little fears. Mm -hmm. They were like, think, 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 think where I couldn't fool in. So I had to face those fears. And that looked like just like, you know, I'd built my university and I had partnered with a guy. I dumped everything I had in we're like, go for a launch. I'm like, right on the, like the, the, the one yard line. I got a multi-billion dollar hedge fund lined up to go uh, build these universities all over the world. Cause I had the whole model built. We're, yeah. we're launched. We're ready to go. And then my partner, like just he, cause you know, he was in it. I was in it for the vision. He was in it for the money. Mm. Once he saw the multi-billion, multi-billion dollars, it's just like, like it was like the, you know, shark smells blood. That was, that was his thing. Wow. Um, was money. Greed was his thing. It was his big sin or whatever. So it just took him over and he just took everything. And like, it was just, it was crazy. It was really wild and just destroyed like everything I built my whole, like um, I had like my whole group of people, my, like it was all gone. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then uh, about a month later, then a category five hurricane comes in and wipes out the entire city, including the building. Cause so the guy th thinking he's about to get billions of dollars, but the, the building got wiped out. So now all of a sudden he couldn't get the money either. Cause now that the whole thing had to start over. So that's when I moved to Austin and started to, and just started rebuilding everything. So now I've rebuilt a big, I've got a large tribe of people here. The movement has just expanded and growing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just been crazy how fast things have happened in here. I mean, I've done here and yeah, it, and I did in like, like 
three months, what took me years to do out in, in Florida. And we got um, a property that I'm, I'm going to be buying um, 11 acres right outside of Austin. It's like got a big conference center. I've got bunk houses because people are actually going to come. It's a university. So people yeah. will be staying there, coming to the university, like dorm rooms. Um, it's like right on the river. This thing is amazing. So we're about mm. to be, uh, be doing that. Uh, are we, are, do we finish at four? <laughs> we didn't go, we, got we, can, we can run a few minutes over. Uh, my, my interview's next, but dude, this is, I, I love it, man. I'm just, we didn't even get, so they got to hear the five levels without getting experience the five levels. They, they'll have, they can go read my book to get the, uh, to, to learn the five levels or dude. come to the live event. That's because in the live event, we actually go through all five levels. Okay. So it's, so each of the five levels are connected to, the a lesson so level one is i call it disoriented where you've got no orientation in life that's a victim mentality but mm -hmm. the lesson is health which is taking responsibility for your body because you don't have your body you don't got anything else in you know in this third in this dimension right here mm -hmm. so that's your foundation and then level two is called goal oriented so this is where you start to live in the future you set goals mm -hmm. and, and so the lesson is wealth which is taking responsibility for your external environment then level three is called journey oriented. So the, uh, the lesson is happiness, mm -hmm. which is taking responsibility for your internal environment, your thoughts and your feelings. You're the only one in there. So you're the one, you know, putting the things out there on the outside of you. You know, if you're in a job that you hate, you're the one that did that. Mm -hmm. But on the inside, if you're not happy, nobody else is making you not happy. It's impossible for somebody to make you miserable. You're doing that to yourself and you're using them. We go where we live emotionally and we use our environment to get there. So you're just using mm -hmm. that person to, to, to show you, because remember, it appears without, though it is within. Yeah. You're just using them to show you what's already inside of you. So um, level three is happiness, taking responsibility, mm -hmm. your ability to respond to your thoughts and your emotions. Then level four is called value-oriented. And this, uh, the lesson is relationships, which is taking responsibility for your connection and contribution to others. Because relationships mm -hmm. are a place you go to give, not, you go, not to get. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to go to a relationship to get, that relationship becomes your God, becomes your mm. false idol. Cause you're wow. like, that thing's going to give me happiness. Anything that you think is going to give you happiness becomes your God. So, but if you're already overflowing, when you've gone through the five levels, you've got to level three, you're full. Mm. Then in level four, you overflow into the world around you. So now you can have real relationships. Mm. And then uh, level five is soul oriented, which is the, the lesson is spiritual connection, mm. which is taking responsibility for your connection to, to infinite intelligence. So it's just complete surrender. So, uh, so we're going to go through all five of those levels and teach all those lessons. There's a recipe and a roadmap for each of those five levels. Wow. So recipes for health, wealth, happiness, relationship, spiritual connection, where you can miracles can happen when you have the recipe, you can have a recipe for miracles in each aspect of life. So that's mm. what we do at the live event. We go through, um, all five of those, you get the recipes. We do the breakthrough work. We work on the limiting belief, the subconscious patterns that are, that are, uh, manifesting the reality that you don't like. We, yeah. we, we uncover those and then we dissolve them because, you don't have to like you just dissolve them because remember when you introduce the truth to the lie, the lie goes away. Every limiting belief is a lie. So all you got to do is tell the, tell yourself the truth from a from a place of like you've got to go through the emotion. You know, you can't just say it up in here. You got to go through the emotion to get into the heart and tell yourself mm -hmm. the truth. But we'll be doing awesome breakthrough work there. So um, I'll give uh, everybody here on here free tickets. There'll be there'll be a little uh, seat reservation fee okay. um, that where they can reserve their seat. So I make sure I know who's coming and, you know, what like. We're, we'll be doing it right now. We're coming. We got one coming up, but then we'll start doing it probably monthly, and then we'll start expanding all over the world too. Wow! But um, so if they can't make it to this one, like if if they get to the the website and the seats are already all gone, then maybe they they can get to the next one. But uh, as soon as you hear this, go to awakenedlifelive.com and go reserve your seat. Again, I'm going to give you it's a two thousand dollar event, but I'm giving everybody on this pod uh, podcast livecast uh, um, free tickets. Just go to awakenedlifelive.com and just reserve your seat. And you can actually reserve one for you and, and bring somebody with you. And then if you want to check out my book, just go to findyourpurposebook.com. You can download my book for free there too. So Yeah. So um, when what are the dates for this upcoming one, Jonathan? Uh, we got November 15th through 17th here in Austin, Texas. And if you haven't been to Austin, Texas yet, come on because Austin, Texas is incredible. This is like the coolest place I've ever been. Wow. Yeah, very high frequency, very conscious. I, I it's like when God's like, "Hey, you're moving to Texas." I'm like, "Texas? What's in Texas? That's just tumbleweeds and oil, right? Just people <laughs> eating a bunch of 
bunch of animals, right? Dang. And but then all of a sudden, I'm like here in the middle, of, in the heart of Texas, in Austin. I'm like, wow, mm. this is the complete opposite of what I was expecting. Yeah. I had no idea why I was getting sent here until I got here. I'm like, okay, now I see, and it's just perfect place for this wow. for this this movement to uh, grow and expand. But we've got people like in our mastermind group, so the spiritual capitalist mastermind group. Yeah, yeah. We've got them all around the world in our in our mastermind group, um, and it's just growing and expanding, and uh, it's all kinds of really cool stuff. So you have you have live events. Um, what other ways can people like get involved with you? You mentioned the mastermind group. Like, tell us the different ways. You mentioned the book. Is there any other um, things that you're doing, like online trainings, courses, coaching? Yeah, so they can go. Uh, you just go through the like. You, if you'll download my book, if you go to uh, findyourpurposebook.com, there's a uh, you'll you can download the book for free. There's a, a little dollar ninety nine upsell for if you want to get the audio version. Okay. And then if you'll take that audio version, then it goes to the mastermind group where you can join the mastermind group. Yeah. There's another little upsell there. So it's right right now it's only seventy seven bucks. So you can join the the mastermind group. This is I call it the world's greatest mastermind group hmm. to find your life's purpose. And build up and, and get paid for it. Find, yeah. find God's purpose and get paid for it. Yeah. So doing well while doing good. Um, so you can join that mastermind group. We're doing live streams every single Thursday. You can plug in. Really awesome group of people. Um, so that would be the best thing to go, do. I've also got like a free if you if you're like a, a coach if you're an expert or coach wanting to build a business. I've created a really good recipe for that too. And you can go to. Um, um, actually there's a webinar you can watch, okay. which is a free webinar, which is sixfigcoach.com. So it's just the, the number six, not written out, but just the number sixfigcoach.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the webinar, or you can go to earthwakinguniversity.com forward slash free training. Hmm. And that'll give you a, a, um, another little training video, like a 20 minute training video it really teaches and and then it offers, uh, you can go get a free strategy session from, if my calendar is not booked, you can actually get a, a strategy session with me where I'll, I'll one-on-one work with you uh, to help uh, build your coaching business. Um, but if my calendar is full, then you'll, you, we'll get you on, someone, somebody off my team will talk to you too. So yeah, if you want to talk to either me or somebody on my team to build a coaching business, then yeah, go to that uh, earthwaking.com forward slash free training. Damn. Dude, this is gold, man. I I, yeah. I I love our conversation. It's flown by. Uh, yeah, also, though, I I see so much of me in you, man. And like, I just um I'm I'm literally gonna go back to this conversation and like listen to all the distinction points that you grew through and say, yeah. hey, what is what is you know the reflection of this in my life? Because uh, Jonathan, yeah. I, I I really see myself in your story, and it's yeah, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Awesome. This Thank like you. That's so, so powerful. And I love what you're um, out to create. I love the epic vision that you have, man. Uh, the action, massive action that you're taking on it. All these resources, mastermind group. It's just, it's super cool, dude. I love what you're doing. And um, yeah, I'm definitely, we have Ann in the audience who said, tell him so is Vegas. Vegas is also awesome. Like, like Austin, oh. you're, you're out here. And because uh, yeah. Ann's out in Vegas, she's going to be coming on the marathon later today. Cool. And she said uh, he needs to have a conference out here in Vegas. So uh, whenever you come out to Vegas, let's do it. And we got to get our butts to uh, Austin at your, your space, man. Cause this is, this is like super powerful. And I mentioned it before, like I want to connect you with people who are in the area and just help you get this message out. Cause like I'm vibing with it. Vibing yeah. With nice. It. Perfect. I mean, every time you talk, I'm like, Hey, is that me talking right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so wild. Dude, yeah. I, I really love, um, the aspect of surrendering my life, you know, like I really yeah. feel like I'm at that point where I'm, I'm like, I, I, um, trying to still take credit and like, I love all the recipes, like everything you mentioned, man. I, I really, um, I'm excited to grow our relationship more and just learn from you. Cause I'm, you've, you've been where I'm at. You've been where I want to go. And, uh, yeah, man, yeah. just really, really nice. love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Surrender is awesome space because you actually get way more done. Like just, that's when the miracles occur and you've got absolutely no weight on your shoulders. You're doing way bigger things with no weight on your shoulders because you're like, hey, I'm just a conduit. I'm not taking credit for any of it. If I'm told to do this, I just do it. The results are none of my business. That's the cool part. The results are none of your business. When you're, when you're told to do something, you do it. You don't, you don't get to take credit for if it goes good or if it goes bad. Mm. So Because uh, everything happens for a reason. All things work for good. And uh, you'll you'll know no matter what happens if you were told to do it and you knew it and you said okay and I surrender and you do it no matter what happens it's a good thing so it's really really awesome so you'll either get what you thought you were gonna get or way more 
That's right. I love it. Okay, so everyone tuning in, they can go to earthwaking.org to uh, check out Jonathan's website. You can also go to um, the Awakened, go to awakenedlifelive.com and they can get access to the event, get their free ticket and get their butts to uh, Austin November 15th through the 17th for this this epic event, man. Uh, And also findyourpurposebook.com. Yeah, that's they they can actually get it at awaken or earthwaking.org. They can get my book there too. Okay. Um, cool. Same book, or findyourpurpose.com. Okay. Find, findyourpurposebook.com. Cool. Cool, man. Awesome. Jonathan, love it, man. Love what you're All doing. Right. Love you, brother. So much appreciation and yeah. like, just gratitude awesome. for, for this experience. And, and Dude, keep... you're incredible. Knocking out these 12 hours. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a machine, or you're, a, you're an open conduit. I appreciate everything that you're doing. Thank you're you, really man. helping serving humanity and your, your lighthouse. So thank yeah. you so much for being you. Let's, let's take it to the next level together, man. All righty, cool. All right. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.